Welcome to The Lonely Marketer, sponsored by Pager. My name is Glenn Southam, and this is your show for all things recruitment marketing. We share the challenges, the successes, advice, and the screw-ups from the leading marketing talent working in recruitment. And most importantly, find out what their favorite swear word is. We speak to the companies working to make marketing recruitment more effective and efficient, and to those people who have opinions that make you think about things that little bit differently. You can find me on LinkedIn, and if you want to follow the bear, then head over to thelonelymarketers.com for links to all of our social channels and to sign up for our newsletter. But now, it's time for the show. Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Lonely Marketer. Today, I'm joined uh, by someone all the way from Sydney. So it's early in the morning for me, a um, bit in the evening for him. Uh, and it's uh, Chris Alvin. He's a co-founder from Saucer. Um, I'm not going to tell you what Saucer is because I probably won't do it justice. I'll let Chris do that. Uh, but welcome to the show, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Glenn. It's, uh, yeah, as you said, evening over here, 6 p.m. on a Friday, so. <laughs> no, I say, yeah, it's, it should be it should be pub time for you, really. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all worth it. I'll, uh, you can owe me beers when I get back over there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, so uh, as I mentioned, you're kind of a co-founder for, for Saucer. So just just really quickly, uh, tell people what, what Saucer is before we get into, you know, some of the mechanics behind Saucer and what, what, what marketers can kind of learn from the platform and just general the kind of the, the world that we're going to explore today. Yeah, sure. So really, Saucer exists to help recruiters build trust online. Um, it's all about reputation management. So we use reviews and customer feedback as, as part of a social and marketing tool in, I suppose, wider lens to help you build your brand online. Uh, and that can be really from a personal level as an individual recruiter trying to build your branding, your expertise, and even on an agency level as, as um, you know, an agency that works cross vertical. Yeah. And what about your your back? Because your background's not recruitment, is it? You haven't been a recruiter. You're not one of these guys who's kind of you know saw something when you were working in the industry ages, think, oh, do you know what? I can go and build this. That isn't your background, is it? No, no, that's my co-founder's background, yeah. James. So he was uh, he was ex-page over here in Australia. But I'm, yeah, for my sins, I'm actually from a finance background. So um, although I feel like I've been in recruitment a long time because. <laughs> It does, know, like it, it does feel like that. It does feel like that. It does it to you. <laughs> yeah. And everyone pretty much over here in Australia is involved in recruitment. So not only James, I think pretty much every one of my other friends is, is a recruiter of some sort as well. So yeah. I've had plenty of exposure. Yeah. So you mentioned reputation management there. And if we're, if we're, you know, being completely honest with ourselves and the industry as a whole, and I am going to tar the, the whole industry with a, with a brush here, is that recruiters, recruitment businesses don't have a great reputation, really. Um, now, look, we know um, in individual businesses and individual, individual recruiters, there's some excellent recruiters who do excellent jobs. But um, why is this so important? Uh, can we claw back some of the industry reputation with kind of, reputation management is that is that viable yeah and, and that's that's really our goal it's as you said there's no hiding that the industry is a bad reputation i'm sure everyone's seen the memes or um you know videos of type the recruiter into google and it comes up with all sorts of things and you know there's there's a lot of cowboys out there there's, there's no hiding that and unfortunately they brought the industry reputation down i think um career builder uh who's a big sort of 
corporate over in the US, they did a, a survey of about 3,000 agency clients and the overall NPS was minus 2%. So it shows that there's not a lot of satisfaction in the industry. Um, I didn't even realise you could get minus NPS scores. <laughs> yeah, that's people. more people saying, I don't like recruiters and like it. So yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's pretty bad. So our goal, we, we understand that not everyone in the industry is that bad. So our goal is to help you, you know, shine a light on the good work that you're doing and stand out from what, what can be seen as the norm. Yeah. And I think, you know, most of the listeners to, to the podcast um, are marketers. Uh, well, I, I, I believe they are, and I hope they are anyway. Um, and I think a lot of the time kind of reputation management does fall on on marketers. And sometimes it's it's a challenge it's a it's a challenge to to kind of turn that that boat around uh, that big ship and sometimes it can feel you know i'm talking from personal experience here it can feel a little bit disingenuous kind of pushing out messages and um that that you don't really believe yourself and you haven't got anything to to back it up so is that where kind of tech generally um, like Saucer and other platforms out there can help and it's going to give you know marketers the tools and that insight to to better manage reputations on a on a wider scale throughout their you know their entire marketing strategy yeah and it's it's you know it's interesting we and we can draw from a lot of other industries um you know whether, whether this is already happening and i think that the best way to probably look at it is you know we the, the buyer behavior and the buyer funnel has completely changed. Uh, most buyers in any other industry use data, comparison, choice, check things out on Google to inform themselves of, of what to do. Um, so, you know, we always use the great example of you wouldn't buy a TV, you wouldn't go to a new restaurant with, without checking out reviews online. So your consumers are looking for this content to give themselves, um, you know, remove any doubt so to speak of, of whether you're a good service provider or not so if you can bring all these great customer stories and the feedback and reviews front and center of your brand online you know whether that be on social whether that be on your website it, it builds that trust and makes it an easier decision for them to engage with you yeah i completely agree you know we are living in that kind of rate and review culture at the moment i suppose the difference with um with recruitment um compared to compared to kind of product-based stuff or, or or holidays you know the stuff we we usually talk about is that it's it's kind of a, it's an industry of rejection effectively isn't it the recruitment industry is an industry of rejection and there's you know I, I who knows what the ratio is but the number of people who are going to get a negative experience not necessarily a bad service but a negative experience in terms of not being put forward for a, for a role not interviewed or getting to an interview stage and, and not getting a job is is that it's always kind of leaning towards that negativity isn't it and it's so um kind of such an emotionally charged process that we're kind of on on our back on the back foot straight away so we have to kind of put the processes and that experience in place in the back end to kind of mitigate that as, as much as possible. Yeah, you, you're spot on. It's you know, when you look at reputation management for recruiters, it's even more important because of, you know, the emotion that, that goes with 
um, unfortunately not getting a job that you'd put your heart into if you're a candidate. The yeah. recruiter may have done nothing wrong, but as you said, uh, you're at risk of a bad review or whatever that may be. So for from a recruiter's perspective, um, as much as as much as for us in software, you want to create a system or a process where for all the good stories and the good um, services that you provided, you're collecting reviews and collecting feedback to build that case study of you being um, a reputable service provider in, in whatever domain. And, and, and it works, you know, both on the agency level uh, and on the individual level. If you can, you know, use reviews, use placement history and those things that help build your credibility as part of your sales pitch as an individual, you already stand leagues above any other recruiter that, that might be pitching for the work because they don't have that social proof behind the pitch that they're delivering. Um, and that, that's what it's about. It's, it's creating good stories and using your good, the good work that's already been done, which, you know, let's face it, the hardest thing is making the placement. So why not create a good story out of that and use that as part of your branding? Yeah, that, that kind of leads me on to kind of my next question is, you know, I, I think generally we're very good uh, marketers recruitment businesses in general um in in celebrating the wins <laughs> both internally and you know we do like to give ourselves um a pat on the back and you know shout about getting five stars a- across uh, various <laughs> stuff and, yeah and and all the all the reviews we're re- we're, we're we're pretty good at that um i think we're where we can improve on and, and I certainly try and push marketers down this road uh, this um, road if they're if they're going through a similar process like MPS customer surveys or, or an ongoing ongoing kind of reputation management um, like Saucer provides is that how do we how do we address the negatives if you like like and there's there's the absurd negatives that you know people go to the extremes we've all we've all seen it we've seen it on you know in the equivalent of TripAdvisor, when people go on a beach holiday and moaning that there's sand around the pool and, and stuff like that and they give them the one star but how how do we kind of as as marketers as as recruiters as business owners how do we address those negatives to be able to flip them ultimately into a positive in the medium to long term yeah it's um it's a great question i think you know reputation reputation management from 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 our standpoint at least is you know it's, it's, there's two parts there's first the external part how do you create those good stories and use that as part of your your branding online um, and then the second part is how do you use it as as a performance management tool or an insights tool to understand where there are any weaknesses um, within your candidate experience or within your client experience that you can identify and improve them I think that and that's it isn't it it's not dismissing it it is being able to put that benchmark in and saying, right, even if it's not, you know, going for, you don't have to go from zero to a hundred, but if you can identify where you can make kind of incremental improvements in certain places over a period of time, that's going to help. And probably um, uh, not to, not to blow too much smoke up, <laughs> up, up your backside in here is that you need kind of that ongoing reputation management to be able to achieve that it's not it's not good enough to do a survey once every six months once every 12 months because so much happens in that it's so many experiences happen in between that uh, that you need it on an ongoing basis and i think yeah. that's probably why and you, you you mentioned it previously it's why mps 
and the like of NPS is is so useful because it's kind of a in the moment pulse. We all get it. We get it in our daily lives. How's your experience? You know, thanks for thanks for buying this. How was it? Can you can you rate it? So obviously, I didn't know that you could get a minus uh, NPS score. But did you want to just talk a little bit more about kind of like in NPS if you like? Yeah, sure. So um, for those who don't know, NPS is to put it to put it succinctly, it's the the world's go to framework for for measuring customer satisfaction. Um, and ultimately, ultimately, it's about identifying who is a brand advocate for you. So who are the people that will, will shout out and be a brand advocate and essentially a referral channel for your for your business? And who are the detractors of your brand? So who are the guys that are not only having a bad experience, but are likely to um, likely to potentially um, use word of mouth to, to spread, obviously, that, that, that negativity to their peers or friends or colleagues or whoever that may be. So, um, yeah, from, from, a, from a customer feedback standpoint, a lot of people say, well, it's just one question, which is how, you, how likely are you to recommend a certain brand to an agency or friend? Um, but the question is so powerful because, like you said, it's, it's so quick and so easy to do on the move and it's familiar. And you're just in, instantly getting an understanding of sentiment. And after that, it gives you the opportunity as an agency to go, well, hey, this, this guy's really, uh, really support us as a business. Who are the guys that we can potentially turn to referrals and who are the guys that have had a bad experience so we can proactively understand what we did wrong uh, to turn yeah. that around? No, that, make, that makes sense. And obviously, candidate experience has been, uh, well, I... I I can't remember how many times we've mentioned it on this podcast over, you know, over the past 80 odd uh, episodes that, that we've recorded. Um, but it is an ongoing thing. It's something that's never going to be solved. Is ever going to now candidate experience and, oh yeah, don't have to worry about it anymore. It's, it's, it has to be an ongoing process. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's starting to get, it's, it's starting to get used and understood better by, by obviously agencies that, um, that are out there. I think, you know, previously it used to be a box tick. Let's make sure that we're sending surveys out to make sure that people are happy. But understanding how it can be a revenue driver for your business from one one standpoint of reducing churn, your biggest growth driver for any business is retaining your clients and candidates that, that you've already worked hard to acquire. And two, from a referral perspective, if you can understand who's really happy and turn them into referrers, it means that you've got a growth engine going from both sides of the business. And that's that's how we try and uh, educate the clients that we work with into using it. It's not just about collecting the feedback. What is the 360 loop that happens after that to make sure that you can protect your business brand and also grow that referral engine, which is which is obviously the best and the cheapest form of, uh, of acquiring new clients for candidates. The Lonely Marketer is sponsored by Pager. Marketers use Pager to get 90% of those pesky consultants to share relevant content to tap into their networks. You can also schedule social content to your company pages. Pager gives your consultants automated and fully branded job adverts, driving traffic directly back to your website, which is then 60% more likely to convert. Not bad. Head over to pager.co, that's P-A-I-G-E-R.co, to find out more that return on investment as marketers we always kind of get get asked about it yeah that's that sounds great but how much money is it gonna is it gonna make us uh, is that something that you believe now with reputation management software or you know just taking out this process we we can start tracking that 
a lot better now in terms of return you know whether it's tying into crms or or anything like that but do you think there's a, a lot clearer path now to be able to track that um roi yeah absolutely i think you know even if you look at the nps score alone i think it was a london school of economics they did they did a study and they found that a seven a seven point increase in your nps score correlates directly to a one percent increase in your revenue so if you're using that as a benchmark in your business to say hey well where are we at now and how can we improve what people are saying about us you're going to see the the, the put through of that on your top line and i think you know there's great tools out there like not just like us but but other automation tools that that allow you to nurture those candidates and the people that are saying good things about you so you can turn turn it into referral engines and that's you know that's just mps and then we talk about using customer feedback as a social proof engine to you know increase your response rates on your business development increase your inbound leads your website conversion there's various different channels that you can acquire customers from and, and having reputation and social proof as a and customer feedback as, as part of that will only help increase the conversions on all those sites yeah i think let's dig into the that kind of that social proof and you know we, we i'm a big fan of you know building those advocates outside of your business that that can that can help with your wider marketing marketing strategy and i suppose something like this does directly correlate with it if you know if you can build up that trust and that credibility and have these external advocates who shout about you um who have had a good experience is that that can snowball ongoing you know that those are the types of people that can then once you understand that they're bought into you and they're willing to you know give you a, a high mps score write a testimonial do whatever is is that for, for a marketer that's a green light for for a marketer to be able to go out and say look thanks so much for you know for for bigging us up and for sharing your your experience with us it's great to see that oh by the way would you like to jump on and do a Q&A with us that we can write up and put on our website as a piece of content and email it out and it's just that that kind of that infinity loop of of it affecting a wider strategy from a marketing perspective at least yeah yeah absolutely i think yeah the, the way we like to look at it is your customers are your number one salespeople. it's um your customers are your number one salespeople. so you want to make sure that you use them as part of that marketing strategy um you know for your content or whatever whatever else it may be um you know as you said it's a great point if you're building more relationships with your customers it's not just that initial review but how can you use um that relationship to build better content build other value adding things for the other clients that you're you're working with or the people that you're prospecting have you got um you you must have, you must have seen the data you, you you've already pulled out a couple of stats and things like that is is, is there stats around how much kind of this this social proof and when potential other clients oh, and candidates, to be honest, come come across your agent agency that it does influence them? Is, is it is it quite high in terms of a, an influencing factor? Yeah, well, it's there's there's nothing specific to agency, but there's there's some specific stats to B two B services, and it, and it's it's either eighty seven or eighty nine percent of 
potential buyers look for reviews online before making a decision. So, And that's in the B2B space. Yeah, exactly. And it's not going to be too dissimilar for recruiters. And, you know, particularly for us in an industry where the trust is questionable. If someone, if you've got a client that, you know, is exploring to work with you as a recruiter, if they can't find information and social proof online, um, you know, from other customers that you've worked with, it's really difficult to move them down the funnel to the next stage. You want to make sure that those reviews, the customer stories, the testimonials and all those, all those things that really represent what you stand for for your customers are front and center wherever they're looking. And that's, you know, off the top of the head, where the first places are going to be Google, LinkedIn, your website, um, or an email if you've reached out directly. So if you can fill those things with social proof, reviews, feedback, it's only going to work in your favor. Yeah, I think the key, like what I'm getting from this, I think the key word, if we talk about kind of reputation management, the, the management word in some ways is probably more key than just getting the reviews, isn't it? It's it's the management of that whole whole process. Do you when kind of when you're going into businesses and kind of you're onboarding people with with sourcer or just talking generally, is there stuff that you kind of like a, a checklist or stuff that you just tell uh, recruitment businesses? Look, you've got to do this, you know, or you've got to, you know response to every review negative or positive anything like that are there are there any kind of like key things that you always tell uh, recruitment businesses to do yeah number number one thing i'd advise anyone in any market to listen to this is make sure your google my business is set up um <laughs> it's amazing reviews. how many aren't i cannot yeah exactly and it's amazing how many times you know we'll go to collect pitches and it, the product nearly, nearly sells itself for you because we bring up their google and then Google's 2.3 stars or three stars. And, you know, if you're a client or a candidate and the first thing you're doing is Googling an agency name, it's got a three star or two star rating. How likely are they to contact you? Yeah. So first of all, making sure your Google's robust is, you know, it's, it's a number one source of traffic. So um, I'd recommend that. And um, yeah, reply to every review, um, you know, acknowledge that you, you're grateful for their feedback and, you know, mostly you you've you've got the feedback you've done the hard work you've used the you you've got that customer testimonial use it as part of your marketing you know there's no it there's no shame in sharing a testimonial and, and giving a shout out to a recruiter that received it in your team as a celebration and you know there's loads of different content ideas where it's you know post four different value adding pieces of content before you do a sales pitch online and various things one of those things can be social proof Testimonial Tuesdays is, is, you know, a thing I've seen online before. And, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be bragging, so to speak. There's a way to do it as a celebration and a, or a thank you to the client or candidate that's left it, but making it more visible to the other people that, that are looking at your brand. I think I think I think there's a there's a big internal element to this as well, you know, or the potential to be. And, you know, if you're trying to if you're a, a values driven business and you know every recruitment business says their their values driven of course um and they've plucked out a few words from a from a textbook and, and plastered them across the walls but if you genuinely are and you want to kind of demonstrate superb you know customer service then you know the reputation management and kind of embedding the the process you know beyond billing if you like you know within the business and rewarding and recognizing on it i think that can be quite a powerful kind of 
internal recruitment tool potentially improve retention if you do it well as well so there is there's that angle as well isn't there yeah it's um you're hitting the nail on the head with it you know there's there's a lot of recruitment agencies out there that are focused on the performance metrics around billing and it still absolutely is one of the core parts of being in recruitment there's, yep. there's no denying that but service having a service-based culture and having metrics and performance um you know metrics around that as, as part of the one-on-ones that you have with your team celebrating that goes a long way to building your brand you know quite often some of the biggest billers in in agencies that you know exist probably aren't the best from a culture perspective in the team or may not even be the best from a service-based culture so you still got to celebrate the people that are delivering great experiences but may not be the top biller yeah because they're doing a lot for your brand as well um so yeah absolutely we you know when you get in the feedback celebrate like you're celebrating um you know a placement bring it into the one-on-ones and and, and, it, and you can start to really drive like you said a values-driven business that shows they care about the clients and candidates above just billions yeah so if um if if people listening to this they're 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 only doing it kind of ad hoc kind of reputation management at the moment um what would you say if they you know if they have to do so if they could do something right now in terms of you know shifting uh, a process or starting a process obviously other than other than calling you at saucer um what what would you uh, what would you say to them that they they could try and do internally yeah um yeah so obviously i've already said the the, the google yeah piece i think you've got to look at creating a feedback loop mm-hmm. um you know tools like mps i know we've got mps within our system but so something that you can use as a metric to start to understand and benchmark your client or candidate experience and then go once you once you've started collecting that which is you know really stage one making sure that there is that follow-up loop for that for the people that is one saying the good things to say thank you and how can you you know share and refer us as a business and for the people that didn't have a great experience trying to understand what you can do to fix it and whether there's any commonalities with that in the team and sharing that feedback with the team as you know a learning development opportunity uh, you know performance management or celebration opportunity it just you know it goes a long way it's it's a tough it's a tough job recruitment no no one ever denies that so if you can celebrate wins in other ways and, and create that service-based culture it's you know you mentioned retention before it's going to go a long way to to your employer brand yeah that sounds sounds good good advice um well, I, I like to always obviously end the end the show with with five five kind of uh, questions and get to find out a little bit more about you. What's your favourite brand? I've got to say Apple, um, and the only reason I say that easy is answer that is easy answer. Is Apple. <laughs> okay, where, where else will we go but Apple? Favourite piece of technology? Um, I reckon. It's got to be those beer taps that you get at stadiums where they pour out 10 beers at a time. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's good. serious yeah. efficiency. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think certainly here in the UK where we can start getting back into stadiums, they would get used um, a hell of a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about your f- the, the sound that you like hearing the most? It's got to be like, well... David Attenborough, ocean sounds, things like that. When you when you're knackered and you cannot sleep, 
it's just the number one thing to help you switch off and uh, get some should I. That's a good one. That's a good one. If you weren't doing what you were doing at Saucer today and stuff like that, and you could do any job in the world, what would it be? Well, I don't think it'd be an accountant again. I know that for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I quite like to do something, you know, like a dive master or something cool like that, you know, visiting different dive sites in the world and teaching people the ropes. Yeah, cool. And, you know, you're obviously in Australia uh, at the moment. Um, they've got a they've got a reputation for liking a good swear word in Australia. Um, but what, what's your favourite swear word? Bollocks, 100%. Yeah. I just think it's, yeah, it, it it's can effective. work a lot. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people probably say fuck, but yeah. you know, I like bollocks is a bit more meaning to it. <laughs> no, I get that. No, it's really good. Uh, Chris, thanks so, like, thanks so much for joining. I think, um, you know, this is such an important topic around reputation management at the moment. And I think if people aren't paying attention to it, they should. And hopefully they've uh, picked up a, a lot of value from this episode. If they want to kind of like find out more about you or Saucer, usual places? Yeah, Saucer.com. Or hit me up on LinkedIn as Chris Almond or it's Chris at Saucer.com. It's actually completely free to join Saucer and, and have a look yep. around. We've got a, a free version of the product. And if you do head on our website, we've got a full resources section with a bunch of ebooks, guides, webinars, and on things that you can do to help that online brand and reputation. So, yeah, yep. feel free to check it out. I'm, I'm sure you'll get some uh, some good advice. We've, we put a lot of effort into it. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Excellent. Well, thank, thanks for joining. Um, and thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, um, Thanks for thanks for reviewing the Lonely Marketer on the on the various uh, podcast uh, platforms. I'm pleased to say we're at, we're at five stars across both of them. So if you haven't yet and you want to go and put a review, it would be really appreciated. Uh, but then we're done and dusted for another week. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks once again, Chris. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Speak to you all soon.